Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Kevin Specht, Devin Specht's brother, or cousin. I'm his cousin that you've never heard of and that he's never talked about, but don't worry, he told me everything about it. And with me, as always, is Jason, my our other cousin. Yes. <laughs> he threw me off with that opening. <laughs> The Koi like Advance. It's like of, the Bizarro World almost version. Kevin or, and Jason. Yeah, Kevin and Jason. As discovered by the fucking drive through at the Burger King. Oh, man. Uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. It's the. Um, da, 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 from 1984. Yeah, uh, directed by. I don't know how to pronounce this man's name, so I'm just going to take... Geno Zwark? 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 I think that's his it's... name. I think he's Hungarian. Yeah, it's a hot mess. Not good. This is not good. This is not a good picture. Hey, don't worry, though. It gets worse. It does. Much, uh, much worse. Yeah, this is uh, the end of an era, though, for us. This is the last Salkind Superman mm-hmm. movie. Yep, they were hoping to create a whole franchise from Supergirl, which, to be fair, you could do. She oh. has a whole cast of characters and setting that lend itself to film. This movie is not at all a good representation of any of that. Yeah, this movie is perplexingly bad, and it yeah. all comes down to the script. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can tell like the people that are acting in it well, I think a lot of direction, too, because you can tell, like, you know, I don't think I needed to explain that Peter O'Toole can act, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't give a shit. He's no, collecting he's, his paycheck and eating he catering. He's just hanging out here. This is the well, easiest job for him. It's almost like it, it's almost like this movie's version of Marlon Brando being on set, but for so much of a shorter time and with so much less of an impact. Or like Mia Farrow. Like mm-hmm. what the? F- why did you get Mia Farrow to yeah, hang why, out? Why is she here for one scene? And it's like so prominently featured. It's just like Mia Farrow's in it. <laughs> <It's> like, <clears throat> and I get it in the sense of like in the spirit of Superman seventy eight, which I mean, this is something Chris uh, Chris Nolan talked about when he was casting the Dark Knight movies. Is you know you cast famous actors and all the other bit parts, but Jesus Christ, those are bit bit parts. Those are not barely barely like background extras <laughs> so much as characters like Alura and Zorel. Yeah. Yeah, it's um strange movie. Strange, is... strange movie. The whole thing is She just fights a th- witch? She fights a witch for uh, not a witch from the comics neither. No An original just, witch. Just a Yeah, Faye Dunaway right after she robs banks. Yeah, this what a waste of Faye Dunaway because she would have been a great like listen if so uh, we can get to it more when we get more in depth in there but yeah this is uh, this is <laughs> this it's is, not the worst is, thing that no, we've watched it's, it's not this is just weird this is boring and weird that I'm gonna say it's not the worst thing that we've watched but it's certainly there it's getting to the realms. Oh, it's this the is... doorkeeper of the bad movies yeah, we've watched. it's in the foyer of the shithole. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Oh, like, it gets worse. 
but... It does. It really does. This is... It, oh, man, it's such a waste. Because there's... Like I was telling you, there are some things that I do like about this movie. Genuinely. Like... And it's just all kind of just wasted. And not, not at all a good representation of the Supergirl character. You want to just jump right into it? Like the movie jumps right into the opening sure. credits? Let's just jump right into some glowy... I actually kind of like these opening credits, honestly. Yeah, I actually, the opening credits and the end credits. I thought the end credits were some of the most interesting thing about the movie, mm-hmm. which is going to tell you exactly what I thought about the movie. <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, but those end credits, though, I've never seen anything like oh, them. Oh, man, I was, so, oh, I was so happy when I saw those end credits. Uh, yeah, I was... Uh, I was texting my girlfriend while I was watching this, and I was like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And she's like, well, is there any bright spots? And I was like, I presume that at some point it ends. Mm-hmm. That's that's the bright spot that's getting me through that's this That's the happy movie. point. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm holding on to. Uh, we open on more fucking crystals. Dayton's favorite. Yeah, but at least these crystals are a bit... I gotta give credit. Argo City is a bit more defined than any other part of Krypton we ever did see before. Yeah, that like you actually see like all the living spaces and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they built, they built this city on healing crystals <laughs> on one big rock. That's somewhere off in in space in the survival. Like it's stupid, and it's that's uh that's in the survival zone. The, the inner space yeah. starring Martin Short. <laughs> that too. Yes. Yeah, because, uh, no, 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 all this is in outer space. We're in interspace. Uh, yeah, so we see the weird city called Argo City, which is, I don't, it might be in the, I don't know if it's it a comic book thing. Okay. Yep. I, I was like, There's, is this like, like the bottle city are, of Kandor? There are things that, this is the this is the frustrating thing, is that there are things that they do pull from the comics. So in the the original 1959 origin for Supergirl, uh, basically, her her dad is uh, Superman, uh, Jor-El's brother, Zor-El, and he uh, listened, heeded Jor-El's warnings, and he built, uh, basically created a force field around Argo City where he and his wife lived. Well, he wasn't married at the time, but you get the idea. Planet exploded, the community survived, and he, uh, he got married and had Kara. So, mm-hmm. so that's actually, like, it doesn't... It's not that in this, but the spirit of it is there, kind of. Yeah. Like, why not make... Anyway, we're going to get to it. Well, but, and it's... Yeah, uh, yeah we're, we're looking at an all-ages class, like a classroom. Because mm-hmm. that's the first time we see uh, Kara. Yeah, uh, she's is wandering around. Just kind of doing her thing. And she, and runs she does in. that a lot. That's a big theme in this movie. She just, just wanders, wanders around. Aimlessly. And she runs into Zoltar, which I believe is the thing that made Tom Hanks big in Big. I thought that was the big face that chased Sean Connery. Or is that Zardoz? Oh, that's Zardoz, yeah. Uh-huh. Or the cult that the people in Dude Where's My Car worshipped? Zoltar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's... Just like, have any of y'all ever seen a tree? And he's just building <laughs> with a magic wand. He's, he's, he's got like a caramel flavored whirly stick. Yeah, and he's, he's just like creating a tree. What is with Kryptonians and fucking trees? The Kryptonians love trees. Peter the concept makes it trees. 
he then he starts showing Kara his magic wand. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I can make all kinds of kooky shit. In fact, I stole our beloved power source that makes this whole city act <laughs> The whole impossible. thing that makes this run. This is really irresponsible, but don't worry. I'll put it back. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And then he I am delightfully his... wacky. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird character. Why not make Zaltar Zor-El? Um... Yeah, that's a great question. Because he founds the city anyway. He's the only named star. Why not just do that? Like, and, oh, but yeah. And why steal the Omega Hedron? It's the oh. perfect all. It's the perfect thing in any nerd's arsenal. It can do when anything I, except save the planet Krypton. Apparently, the Omega Hedron. You the roll Omega the Omega. You roll the Omega Hedron, and you'll crit every time. It's a big, glowy yo-yo. That's what it does. <laughs> it does vague magic science. That's what it does. It, anything. It is the Scarlet Witch in yo-yo form. Hey, howdy, hey, that's me. I'm on a yo-yo. Oh, and it, it's like, it, to whoever holds this yo-yo shall command the power of all reality. Omega Hedron. It's a cool name, though. They did. It eventually made it into because, of course, these things do into an episode of Supergirl. I do believe. Hmm. Well, so did Helen Slater. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah. No. I like and just that right out the gate before we get any further. I I wish she had better material because I actually really enjoy Helen Slater as Supergirl. I think she, she is- does a good job with the material given. Unfortunately, this material sucks. Sucks. Um, Absolutely yeah. sucks. But she everything well about cast it, is just... it. Like actually, like looks she has the part. some moments. Look, absolutely looks the part. The we'll get to it. But the costume, I also high point. I think the costume is great. The costume is probably one of the better parts mm-hmm. of it. You know, just yeah. the, the look of it just absolutely nails it. Yeah, though, absolutely. Though you can tell that there's some stuff where they're like. You know, every time she flies, she has to hold her hands down so that yeah. the skirt doesn't fly <laughs> doesn't up. Doesn't fly up. Yeah, it's I, noticeable yeah. a few times because it's you know not the comics, so it doesn't work the same way. Yeah, because uh, she's bound by you know gravity like everybody yeah. else. So anyway, Zoltar gets the cost. Well, uh, Kara's parents come up and are like, "Why are you talking to that weirdo Zoltar?" Like he's like, "Okay, here, take the Omega Hedron and this magic wand and go well, do magic." Well, at first he's like, he, well, first he like what? He creates a little wand or an arm, a little band around her wrist that can track the Omega Hedron. Gives her yeah. the wand, keep holds on to the Omega Hedron while he gets accosted by Alora Inze, who's Supergirl's mom, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Zoltar? Zoltar is a, well, he's also talking about I'm going to leave for Venus, a Saturn. I'm so just Earth Kooky. is so." fucking wacky and fun it sounds great and like uh, i've got a spaceship to go out of Venus space <laughs> like i'm gonna i'm gonna become zoltar of venus and know. yeah and uh like, doesn't have any reason life. for why he wants to no, go there's absolutely no there's no reason other than he's just a dickhole for stealing the omega hedron the power source that keeps this whole city running and then he's just gonna like oh, I'm gonna bomb out through the binary chute. Uh, Whoa! Well, he that's what he says. I know, that's, but that's what he says. I, it makes no sense. Anyway, Kryptonians have the weirdest euphemisms for sex. 
for everything. Yeah. Religious euphemisms for everything. So Peter O'Toole uh, takes the yo-yo and he basically drops it on the floor under his foot and then he rolls it to Kara. And it, Kara is busy drawing a, a Mosquito? It looks like a mis- or dragonfly? <coughs> I was going to say like a Kryptonian butterfly, but sure, whatever. I, I thought the, it looked like a fucking weird mosquito. And then I it don't know. Like... And well, it doesn't want to be in this movie either. Not at all. But so the uh, she grabs on the Omega Hedron, which brings the butterfly to life because the Omega Hedron can do anything. What and do this, you need it to do? <laughs> well, right now it needs this butterfly to bomb the fuck out of here through these paper mache wall. What the fuck? How the fuck? This is how are they surviving? Like it takes like a strong wind could knock through that fucking wall. Right? Uh, yeah, it, it just leaves and then it just plunges a buzzes hole. buzzes out and then, like, Kara is almost sucked through into the vacuum of interspace. And everybody's like, oh my god, oh my god. Well, the Omega Hedron leaves and uh, and then they, they rescue Kara and it's a whole big to-do. We shouldn't like... have made the windows out of glad saran wrap. <laughs> Paper mache and dreams. Oh, god. Oh, yeah. So Zoltar's like, well... I guess you gotta exile me to the Phantom Zone. <laughs> so I can survive while you all die a slow and painful death. No, no, no. I will sacrifice myself by nope. living in the Phantom Zone. Ah, exile in the Phantom Zone forever. Still alive. What a bummer. Forever. And mm. Kara can't take any of this, so she jumps in the binary chute, which closes up like a bubble. And then just flies through Argo, the front, I guess the open front door of Argo City. All of this takes place in the span of ten minutes. Ten whole minutes. Uh, I, I, I need to, yeah, and we get to Supergirl immediately. Like, it's not wasting any I mean, fucking there's time. Not, oh, it's not wasting any time to get to wasting time. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's hurry up and wait. <laughs> it's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> So we go to It's like you're like going like really excited to run into the theme park and then you gotta wait in line for five whole hours. It's like that guy when you're at an intersection and he speeds along so that he can get to the red light first. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So yeah, we we go into a picnic where our bad guy is with uh, Nigel and she openly this is how you know she's evil openly talks about how she needs to rule the world, <laughs> the world. this is like, our intro she will, she will what what is it i wrote it down got it she will consider nothing less than world domination that's her first fucking line yeah right at the gate she's evil her name's selena and she is apparently a witch a very bad witch because yeah. uh She's hanging around with Nigel, a part-time warlock slash math teacher. <laughs> it's fucking weird. This is a fucking strange movie. And she's just Did... like, oh, I, my plans. And Nigel's like, I got to keep training you on how to do this, this, and that. And yeah, real the, magic. And yeah, then the Omega Hedron lands. lands in the Thousand Island dressing. And... Yeah. Oh, by the way, they're on the picnic, and the picnic carpet is a fucking tiger pelt. <laughs> is it? I didn't yeah. Because Nigel just walks away as Selena grabs the orb of mysterious power. Oh, that's power. where that came from. Okay, yeah. I was and, wondering why he had that. Yeah. And she just, like, 
Oh, this thing's powerful. I don't need you anymore, Nigel. See you later. I'm going to steal your car. Mm-hmm. And Nigel's like, can't get anywhere, Selena. I have the keys. And the Omegahedron starts the car because of fucking course it can. Because it can do whatever anybody wants it to do. And then she leaves, uh, drive off to her uh, her decrepit carnival lair. Yeah, this is... Mm. I don't like Selena. Nope. So Selena's played by Faye Dunaway, who's wasting her time and collecting a paycheck. No shit, right? Like, and this is the thing. Like, I know it would have been cliche and probably, you know, two on the nose might be a bit the wrong word. But why not use Lena Luthor? Why not, you know, use if you're going to have people who are wizards, there's like a dozen but evil magicians. Why open with a that's I also just don't understand. Why open with a wizard? Because Chicago and the greater Chicago area has a thriving magic community that oh. we need to highlight. <laughs> I did. It's also a thing that makes no sense to me. Like, why are... Oh, why? Midvale, you know, outside of Chicago? Yeah, a, su- a suburb of Chicago. That's where Supergirl does all of her stuff. They got Midvale right. They got the location absolutely wrong. It's outside of, you know, it's just... Uh, and it has just a one-horse town, really, with the one stoplight, and it has a Popeye's chicken and a gas station. <laughs> and then what? Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah, a school girl for girls. School? <laughs> <laughs> like what a weird town. And a thriving magic community where our bad guy lives in an abandoned amusement park. With her, with her uh, henchwoman Bianca, roommate who becomes henchwoman. It, I their their dynamic changes. One of the biggest problems that I have with this movie is I'm like, I kind of hate how incompetent Selena and Bianca are. Oh god, at magic. it's painful to watch sometimes. It doesn't do anything, right? It's well, like just like waste time. Like what can if you, again if you're gonna do magic, which I don't think you should do. Like, uh, just maybe for the sequel, you know, but for the setup, like have some of it i, I don't know um, oh, well but yeah why not the... make her a better sorceress yeah because when your villains is comically incompetent it doesn't make your hero any better it just yeah. means that your hero just beat up an incompetent person exactly and then when the incompetent person gets a weapon of all power it just shows them as being more incompetent when things go out of control which they inevitably will and by the end, when she supposedly, like, mastered all the power, I can't take her seriously because, like, what kind of weird bass-ackwards hero journey are we going on? I don't think that there is a journey. I think there's just a meandering until things just happen. Oh, and uh, we get on the radio. Superman's gone on a quest yeah. for Christopher Reeve is a hundred trillion light years from this movie. <laughs> he does. He has a lot better things that he can be doing and, and is did. doing. Yeah, he was very happy to not be be here. They get like some nice pictures, and of course they reference him. You know? Oh yeah, a lot. That's like the biggest. Pro- that's another problem that I have is that this movie's too referential on mm-hmm. like, 
like, oh, I'm his cousin because they know that. Like, she knows. She knows Car- that Clark. Well, she doesn't know that Clark Kent is Superman. She knows that Kal El is Clark Kent. No, she does. She definitely knows that Clark Kent is Superman. How? She's just like when she sees the picture, she's like, that's Superman. Well, she doesn't. She knows, like, oh, he's my cousin because she writes a letter of recommendation from Clark Kent. Why would she do that? Because she knows that it's her cousin. She knows her cousin is Clark Kent. She doesn't yes. know her cousin is Superman. That's what she I'm definitely thinking. does. I don't think so. I think that it's just all coincidence. I really do. <laughs> and then she ends up rooming like everything is all just this big fucking coincidence. And where listen, you're like, okay, like in the co- in the comics, it's also extremely coincidental. But they do at least try to explain some things, even in the Silver Age when she debuted. Oh yeah, so she just emerges from the spaceship yeah, from the boom from tube. The wa- so, so is it under the water? Because she emerges from from space to the water. And I then just flies the, out of the water. All the impression up as that I got cool. was that Argo City just happens to be miniaturized in the bottle in the bottom of like lake michigan <laughs> which is fucking stupid i don't i don't understand what's going because <sighs> the whole movie is fucking stupid i <laughs> i don't understand oh she I emerges just, uh... fully in her outfit by the way yeah she starts like she said because at first she's like on the journey at argo city She's in like normal Kryptonian clothes, and then in a smock. Yeah, yeah. Cuts, and then it cuts back to her, and she's wearing the full like you can tell she's wearing the Supergirl outfit. Then flies out of the binary shoot out of Lake Michigan, all Supergirled up. Yep, matching boots and everything, and and no explanation, just kind of happened. Yeah, fourteen minutes and forty, or yeah, fourteen minutes and forty-five seconds in, and she just has the gear already. Yep, and she starts exploring her new powers, and uh, she mm-hmm. causes a flower to bloom yeah, with she, her eyes. She has life vision instead of heat vision. This is the only time it comes up. I just felt like, you know. Yeah, she uses a super breath way more. Yeah. Um, and uh, though I will say, this is something that I do like. The flying effects have gotten better as she oh, has yeah. more fun with the flying. Because yeah, she does like. Can, she actually feels like. Uh, like it feels like she's having like she's flying through the air because they're actually doing a wind effect on her, so her cape's actually moving around. Because sometimes that was the thing that always bothered me in the, the you know these earlier the one through three movies is that sometimes Superman's cape it just looks like he's just fl- floating in front of a green screen sometimes. Yeah, they they really play they around with it. Some this, of that, yeah. She does a lot more like flips and stuff in midair mm-hmm. too, and it has a lot more whimsy. Yeah, uh, which is appropriate. Like, I feel like that's that totally like make make her feel different if she's gonna have the power set. And I do feel like they kind of do that a little bit. So, yep, Supergirl is on the case because her her the whole Argo City will die if she doesn't get the Omega Hedron back. Days they are going to suffocate and die in the days. vacuum of interspace. Days. This situation is absolutely dire, Kara. Kara absolutely die absolutely dire Kara anyway so we got back to to Selena at the abandoned fair which is a cool set doesn't mm-hmm. make any fucking sense doesn't thematically yeah. match the villains nope not at all and oh man just and it we get witch golden girls 
<laughs> we do. <laughs> That's what it fucking feels like. It's just we got Bianca, her roommate, who's just like, we don't have any money to pay for the bills. And then she shows off, uh, Celine shows off her yo-yo and like, we got all the money in the world. <laughs> yeah, we're all our problems are solved, Bianca. We'll go to Magical St. Olaf. And, uh, and yeah, because they're like, what we need to do is start a coven. It was like, start a coven. Is that a way to get money? Just Oh, yeah. Everybody pays $5, and then you five, can pay off your mortgage. Five bucks have to be part of a coven. You better hope you have a big fucking coven. Oh, yeah. The, well, the magic community outside of greater Chicago area is fucking booming. Booming. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't they already be part of a coven? Nope. Nope, they're just disorganized. <laughs> they're part of a <laughs> disorganized magic. They got a union up. <sighs> the Greater Magic Eaters uses 405. <laughs> and then and then Celine is like, uh, when uh, Bianca's talking to her, Celine's like, oh, everything will be history. The Bills, history. Nigel, he's history. He's not history. He's totally he's fine. He's got to keep coming back all the fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> and nothing really happens to him anyway. He actually makes it out scot-free, now that I think about it. History! Yeah, history! Just <laughs> fucking strange. Who is this lady? Who Where does is she come she? from? Why does she want to capture the world? What's she going to do with it? Like, what she? why does she... Again, if she was a Luthor, I could excuse it. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, if it's all going to be coincidental anyway, why not wh- just make her a Luthor? Yeah, to what end? Yeah, at least a Luthor can kind of be like, oh, well, at well least I want to sh- kind of fit, you know. I want to show up Lex as the world's greatest yeah. criminal mind. Lex is still in prison. I can't get my revenge on Superman. Oh, there's a Supergirl in Midvale. I'm going to destroy her to prove that I'm superior. Yeah, uh, Supergirl doesn't even know about this chick's existence until, like, like, till the very end of the movie, like, the last 30 minutes or so, I think. Yeah, till, like, basically the last 40 minutes of the movie, that's when they intersect and have, like, a big thing. Which, I guess, is kind of the same in Superman the Motion Picture, but, like, that movie's better. Well, it's just written better, and it feels... Because, yeah, Superman kind of bumped into Lex's plans, it just felt more better written, because, I mean, Lex is a better written villain. He, you, get, you get why he's just a mustache-twirling villain, essentially. Land, that's why. He money. wants the fucking land. Yeah, it's all my... She just, world domination, nothing less. Yeah, yeah, she needs to get herself uh, four other supervillains. That's how, you know, you get Catwoman, the Joker, Riddler... Nothing less than world domination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. And so Supergirl's just flying around aimlessly as she is wont to do, looking for her... I called it a crime bracelet at first, because my first impression was, is this just a bracelet that tells when crime is happening? No, no. it's much less fun. It's just a tracking bracelet. And she lands yeah. in the center of Midvale, Chicago, or Mid- yeah. Midvale, Illinois. And uh, I gotta say, I love those '80s neons that are in the oh, middle yeah. of the street. Some of the some of the looks of the movie are not bad. Like it kind of uh, has a like it has a good feel in the in the set pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, uh, but yeah, she she lands in the middle of Midvale at night, which is not a good place because, as we all know, watching these Superman movies, moral of the story: truckers can't trust. are scum. You can't trust truckers, and don't throw nukes into space. <laughs> this is the if we're if Superman if the Superman films can teach you anything, yeah. Well, and two truckers, truckers, 
Two yeah. truckers get out of the truck, which is not how I'm sure that works. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. But oh, those truckers whatever. travel in packs. Yeah, well, these, and, these fucking weirdos do. And how, hey, Matt Frewer is here. Yeah. What a waste of Matt Frewer. What a waste. Anyway. As uh, the both of them, uh, real rapey truckers is what I oh, have here. Oh, absolutely rapey truckers. They try to absolutely try to sexually assault Supergirl, and she's not having any of it. Well, and yeah, she... she's... At first, clueless, and then I gotta admire the gumption of second trucker, not Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer gets, no. like, super-breathed into a wall. Yeah, and he's down for the count. Second trucker is ballsy to a fault. As this, like, oh, you're gonna regret doing that, girl. Yeah, and it's just I like, take that. <laughs> like, what? You just what? saw her. <laughs> she just used... She flew, and you're like, ah, that's nothing. Come yeah. on, and I can And then he, she laser-breaths. Or she laser visions his, his she knife. She's a bizarro now. Uh, <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, she does the laser vision on his knife, and uh, he drops it like, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that." And it's like, "Are you fucking insane?" Are you that is that is almost amazing. Like that he's not like I give up and then gets kicked. No, he he's completely like I can I can counter each one of these. Oh. I'm... I have my magical trucking powers. And then he gets yeah. taken to Dick Kick City and flies through the wall. And then him and the other trucker are like, we should never talk about this again. And I'm like, y'all should go to jail. Like, yeah, to prison. You're awful. I can't, like, I wrote that down. I wish that they got more of a comeuppance instead like, of just being like, all right, I guess we're going to stop raping people. Not now. No, they just won't rape Supergirl <laughs> at night. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm trying yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're still gonna be horrible fucking people. Yeah, they're they're still, just gonna. They're still gonna be like out on the prowl. At least awfully. destroy their. At least destroy their livelihood or something, yeah, Supergirl. Destroy like, the truck. Like use your heat vision. I don't you know, know. Stomp them into the ground a bit more. Come on now. Summon a local police officer of some kind. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, we go to a weird fucking party because the first thing you do with the Omega Hedron is and you throw. And when you a, have to pay your bills, is throw a fucking banging party. Just a with, wicked where rager. You have a, where you have like a Joker Funhouse style fucking uh, train ride with a weird manservant. Yeah, and like a. I thought he might have been a character, but nope, he's no, he's just serving drinks. No, they hired him. I, to what end? I don't know. Like they're still broke. Yeah. It's just a big world domination party, and Nigel shows up, and he's just like, you'll regret stealing my car. He never gets his car back, by the way. She still always has that fucking car. (laughs) It's fucking funny. And then she reveals that she's Prince Adam, because she tells him, I have the power. (laughs) The power of Grayskull. (laughs) I I admire you, Faith, on the way, for being able to say that shit with a straight face. Uh, and Nigel's like, well, whatever. I'm going to mack on this other girl at the party. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, Tim, do you want world domination, lady? And she's like, I always want a fame and world domination. I, want I can be world famous, too. I always thought I could be world famous eating this pineapple. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Selena is very upset that this man's trying to pick up another woman at yeah, her party. Like, is this, like you you don't like him at all. You stole his car, uh, whatever. And so she turns the pineapple into a scorpion, and the lady screams. And then Selena uh, magically lifts up the lady and spins her right round, baby, right round, like and, a record. 
<laughs> and then drops her and just like the lady's like what happened and, and like, uh, uh my notes about this is what the fuck is happening yeah that's um anyway end scene that's it yeah yeah there we go so uh you know if you're those of you watching along at home try to figure out what the villain's motivations are yeah, because we're doing pretty much everything in chronological order. Because <laughs> we're we're trying, we're we're trying. I still don't know. I mean, world domination, I, but I don't know how that, she's going to do go. it. Uh, she's got the omega, the, the omega yo-yo. Anyway, Supergirl uh, wakes up next to a rabbit. Yeah, because I guess and, she needs to sleep. Remember, absolutely distressing situation at Argo City. Oh, everyone that she ever knows is going to die. They're at this moment without power. The clock Uh, is ticking, Kara. So she everyone depends on you. Baseball, yeah, softball, yeah. And uh, then she's like, "Oh, is that a girls' school?" And then I think she just changes her appearance in the tree. I can't, is that I can't a superpower? I guess I can't fault this because Superman does the same fucking shit in his movies. So, but she doesn't. Superman doesn't but change she changes, his hair color. No, she, he. But that's in the in the comics. It was a wig. I can kind of. I don't because super, yeah, Superman does the same stuff in his movies. So I don't fault it. But yes, she, she, she's I, able well, to alter her appearance when she I, walks past trees. She I, uh, super Kara Kara Zorel walks past trees to become Linda Lee. Well, she's not Linda Lee yet. She's got to fucking pick that up, Kaiser Soze style. I know. Uh, <laughs> she's also so very very. I, we- oh, we'll get there. Oh but, god, we're almost there. Um, yeah, I just was like, is this another superpower that she has? Did she steal someone else's clothes? No, I think. I mean, honestly, if they would have just explained it as like, oh yeah, the clothes can totally change when you want them to. It's just Kryptonian. I know that'd be too much for this movie, but if they oh, would just do are that. Are you kidding? It's a fucking, it would be just enough. I would have been okay with that. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, the the costume just changes appearance whenever you need it to. I don't know why they don't just do that anyway. When just, whatever. But. but anyway, Supergirl doesn't need to eat or breathe or do much of anything. Or go but... to school, because it has no fucking point to anything. But she just decides that higher education is important. Uh, so she, she goes... decides to hold herself to a fucking academic routine while days, literal days, Karen. Nah, that'll be fine. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> yeah, we gotta figure out how to live like what the Who-Mans. God damn it, what is the fucking name of Amanda Bynes' superhero from... Eventually, yeah. The, is it uh, procrastination girl? That's it. Yeah, procrastination girl. But yeah, she goes to the headmaster's office, and the headmaster's like, "Why don't she? Do you ever knock?" Well, the the headmaster is uh, headmaster Danvers, which is a nice nod because uh, to most people nowadays, they would know Supergirl's real name to be Kara Danvers, but originally she was Linda Lee, and then she got adopted because. In the in the original comics, she she her secret identity was she was an orphan at an orphanage, and then she was adopted by the Danverses, so she became Linda Lee Danvers. But here, that doesn't happen. She uh, goes into the headmaster's office, and he's popping a bunch of pills. Yeah, he is just, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you gotta. I don't know how I'm gonna keep all these girls in check. Like it's only the first day of the semester, and I'm already boozing. 
I'm already hitting the sauce. <laughs> just oh and, man, you poor guy. And uh, yeah, uh, she's Kara she's like, knocks on the door. Or well, she doesn't knock at first, and he costs her. Then she walks out. I I kind of like the innocence that Helen Slater plays Kara with, but I feel like it's too much. Like she's a robot at, learning at to times. Learn yeah, human like, stuff. You know, that's. Yeah, it feels like, you know, I want to learn how to be one of the Who-mans. Like, I don't understand. Why do you need to do this? Because like, you, you knew about them. You were all hiding under Lake Michigan watching the Chicago Bears lose. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> why did you want to do that? Like, you know, Clark's stuck here. Like, that's why he has yeah. a secret identity. Cause he, and he you was know. raised here, so he's kind of, you know, he's, and he's playing it up a bit. But you're you're just walking around like you're uh, like one of those people on Unsolved Mysteries who lost their memory. Yeah, and she's uh, he's like, well, who are you? And she's, oh, I'm I'm. And she looks I, around at a picture of uh, the Confederate General Robert E. Lee, and she's because like, I'm that's Robert in, E. Lee. Because that's what's <laughs> in every school in Illinois <laughs> is a picture of Robert E. Lee. That's what I was like, fucking, where the fuck did that? That's not in the comics, by the way. She just comes up with the name in the in the comics. She doesn't like, get it from fucking from Robert, Robert E. Lee. Lee from all people. Are you Why? fucking serious? You're looking. Why? It, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not even Southern. Like, even if they, like, even if you're like, yeah. I'll say, I'll never know how to handle all these girls. I'll say, in, I'll say, if this was in Arlington or in Virginia, sure. I could believe you, but no, we're outside of Chicago. Why does the headmaster of the school have a portrait of Robert E. Lee? Why does Kara know how to speak English? Like read well, that, whatever. It, I don't, yeah, I do. But, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the evil magic guy is a teacher at this school. Yeah. He's a computer science teacher. Mm. Nigel the Warlock teaches computer science. <laughs> I, was like, is, I was like, I thought he was some just eccentric rich guy. The fact that he teaches That's what I thought, too. And he was I like, don't... I will teach you the dark arts. I know all. Nope, he teaches fucking computer science at the girls' school. I was like, this sounds so fucking sad. Do you just and by extension you made your villain even more sad? It's sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Doom. He took lessons at a community college. That's that's the kind of vibe I get. You know, mm-hmm. he's gonna teach you real the real shit. The real some guy, stuff. Like uh, I mean, but uh, uh, so uh, Kara uh, is uh, or. Danvers is like, well, do you have a letter of recommendation? Then Nigel breaks in. It's like, the girls nailed my desk shut, and they shoved shit in my shoes, and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> they, <laughs> they made like, fun of my wizard hat. <laughs> they said the stars and moons were stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said abracadabra, and it made me feel upset. And and Danvers is like, all right, I'll deal with this guy. Uh, Linda Lee, you just stay here and don't praise the Confederacy for fucking God's sake. And uh, I got to deal with this they... grand wizard over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so uh, Kara just waits around. She writes a letter of recommendation from her cousin, Clark Kent. Mm. And then Danvers comes back in and is like, I'll look in the filing cabinet, and ah, there it is. Clark Kent says right here in big bold letters, you're an orphan. Orphans don't have any parents. Well, I hope you don't expect to get special treatment for having dead parents. 
<laughs> Hold on, let me take you to your dorm and like and you know, an eighties dorm is just full of chicks in their bras just kinda yeah, doing just, aerobics. Doing doing all the things that ladies in the eighties did when no one was around apparently. And Coke. <laughs> well, you know, it is the eighties. Anyway, uh they scream man on the floor when um uh, they, mm-hmm. they walk by, and then they knock on the door, and then we find uh, Lucy Lane. Yep. She's Lois' sister. She is. That's also from the comics as well. Yeah, it just, it was just something that just made me feel so like... Coincidental. Uh, like, so coincidental. So coincidental. Really? I mean, if you... It's really... It, it's kind of... It's so on the nose in, like, the Silver Age books, too, because, like, when uh, when Superman is helping Kara set up her identity, for example, she's like, oh, I will become Linda Lee to hide my identity, and Superman thinks to himself, LL, that's so coincidental, just like Lois Lane and Lana Lang. <laughs> just like everybody in my life, LL. Alliterative names. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's like... Oh, well, well, I guess we'll be best friends now. And uh, I'll show you the ropes of how to be a human. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, since try you, this bra. Since your, parents are, since your parents are dead, you have amnesia. Right? And you've just spent one day here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then she sees Superman. The only thing we'll see of Superman is a picture in the dorm. Like, honestly, it's like one of my favorite posters of Chris Reeves' Superman, though. Yeah, it's it's. They chose it's a good nice. picture. Yeah, it's a pretty good picture. And it's like, oh, do you know him, Superman? Yeah, I'll show you Superman. My sister's real big friends with him. Mm-hmm. Lives in the big city. Hmm. Like, if they set it up better, this could like not. I don't like Lucy being a fucking student at a fucking school because that makes no goddamn sense to me. But I, there's elements of this that could work if you set it up better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of things that don't get set up, the bad guys are at the school. Oh, yeah. We don't have any sort of explanation as to why, but uh, they're looking at this thirst-trapped gardener, and they're like, him. Oh, God. We'll need him for our plan. Bachner. Yep. We've, uh, quick aside, we've heard Hart Hart Bachner already. He's Arthur Reeves in Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. And he's also in Die Hard. Yeah. He's the guy that sells him, uh, sells out Bruce Willis to Hans Gruber and gets shot in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he is... He's um, here because he's a hunk of hunk of a man, apparently. <laughs> this movie needs a love interest. It needs one. It Me? forced in if it needs. If it has a to be. A crowbar fucking in love <laughs> like, like, Jesus. Just rammed in like a fucking wrecking ball. Yeah, he shows up here. He's not in it for a big chunk of it. Then he shows up again to be like the plaything, throw the like a, just a ball thrown between each of the characters. Oh man, this guy! I feel so bad for him. I know he has. Oh, 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 and he has a running gag that may honestly, to God, made me laugh. I don't know if it was intentional, but he keeps getting fucking struck in the head throughout the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> He got hit in the head with a softball previous. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, he uh, did, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. my God, that's even funnier. So, yeah, fa- the the middle-aged women are looking at him 
and they just decided that this random gardener at this girls' school is pivotal to their plans. We mm. never understand why. She yeah, never they're just says sta- why. They're in a car outside the school. Well, they're just, I guess, because they're spying on Nigel, maybe. I don't know. But, but they don't like Nigel. Why are you I so don't, obsessed I don't, with Nigel? I just, I don't I'm just trying to make sense out of these things. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Know. What are you doing, Faye Dunaway? What are you doing? Uh, why is this bringing you closer to world domination? How is it anyway? Oh, and so she keeps the the yo-yo, the power yo-yo in a, in a little uh, cup, saucer. Well, they call, uh, it she has, says it looks like a name, like the Chalice of Doom or whatever. Yeah, it, well, it's a lead object. Yeah, it's specifically called out as being, dangerous. <laughs> as being you lead. You gloves. Please wear gloves really? when you handle that thing. That's not really? good. No, you don't want this and much lead. And it gets lead. bigger. It eventually gets bigger and grows tits. We'll get there, but yeah. that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. So anyway, uh, I can't stress enough how much the people of Argos City need the Omega Hedron. Days. 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 The clock is running. Everyone Kara, Kara has ever and known will like die. They... It's not like they sent her a distress signal, or she, I guess, even... Well, she knows that they have days, but they yeah. didn't even get to, like, tell her. It's not like she's in contact with anybody. They're fucking just off-screen to be forgotten about through this whole meandering never fucking bullshit experience. Ever. We don't see them. We see the outside of it, but we never see them. They're all dead in there. I think they died. I think that's, I like... I do, too. That's why, I... they, that's why they couldn't show the inside of it. It's just a bunch of fucking desiccated skeletons in there by all the fucking time that Kara wastes being in fucking computer class. <laughs> yes, she literally <laughs> stay. I don't know why. She's so nice. She's such a sweet girl when she's like in computer class. And what is it? She hears the Omega Hadron go off. Yeah, well, the, the, the bracelet the goes bracelet, off. Yeah. So she uses and, her x-ray vision and figures yeah. out the car. And then and she then tries to like, run after it. And, and then, then Nigel's like, hey, calculate this formulation and don't leave here. And she's like, oh, okay. I don't did have you, anything else I should be doing. Does Ni- Did you catch what Nigel wanted them to fucking do, by the way? Isn't it like a... the? He wanted them to the... predict to the nearest hundredth the population of China in 2030 using oh, okay. various factors that yeah. he listed out. Because she gives, can do anything. And, yeah, and she, she gives him an absolutely accurate... Uh, well, the movie... She gives an answer of like well, accurate, six like, billion movie, people. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I mean. And I don't mind that because she's Kryptonian. She's, yeah, know. no. I, I was just but like... All right, why? you're gonna... That's such a weird fucking... What the fuck? Anyway, she goes and plays field hockey now. Her planet's dying. Or no, well, her city. Days. 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 Everyone she ever knew. Clock there were kids hit. there. The kids. Oh yeah, small children and yeah. animals. Mm. A whole thriving community of uh, survivors. That it's a uh, really sh- uh, shame that's you know when Superman does return from that far off galaxy, he'd like to know about so he could make contact again and learn about his culture. But no, they're all just going to be fucking suffocated and dying in the fucking ruins of Argo City. Yeah, you ever uh, you ever play because Kara wanted to play softball, field hockey. Whatever. <laughs> and then there's like evil Wendy's. The evil Wendy's girl is like, I need to take out Lang. <laughs> yeah, Mirna. And 
and her evil pippy long stocking ass just fucking yeets oh. the field hockey ball. That was to... crazy. That was fucking nuts. I where did I write that down here? Because I wrote that down. Because and it oh, flies. The ball just explodes. How fucking strong is Myrna? <laughs> no, right. The field hockey ball explodes on Kara's uh, shoulder because Car- yeah, because the glass like Myrna is like a bully. Like looks like wendy or pippy longstocking or pepper ann or whoever and then she has a best friend and they're like all right fucking like just take take lucy out just fucking destroy her skull with the power of the just cave her fucking, in <laughs> just, just do it do it turn, turn off the targeting computer it's and aim like, right for her fucking man, skull man girl students are vicious bitches and so mirna fucking just yeets that fucking puck or whatever Right ball, at, yeah, and it's I don't know because it looks like it was made of stone or something. Yeah, it and it's just fucking Caro super speeds protects Lucy, shatters like fucking like a rock crazy. being crushed. Yeah, and the bullies are just like, hmm. what? Oh, well, foiled we... again, and everybody's like, oh, that was so that was what a great like. They're not like, what the fuck? Yeah, oh man. Well, Thank both God like, you saved what the her. fuck? What the fuck, Mirna? What the fuck? Lose to Linda, uh, and what the fuck were we playing this fucking game with? A medicine ball? Um, you know the traditional rock, a boulder. Anyway, we gotta <laughs> go. Sh- we gotta go shower. We have a shower scene. It's one half of Porky's, and uh, yeah, Kara. <laughs> Kara hears that the bullies are gonna turn on the scalding hot water to scald um, the the girls. Lucy cause... and uh, Linda, yeah. And I do like the the effect they use for superheroing. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but yeah, she Supergirl uses her just... heat vision to burn through the wall and yep. uh, and heat uh, up the the r- monkey wrench that Mirren is using. And then it causes them to get sprayed with water. Yep. I guess. And that's that's such a horrible thing. So they run into the the shower room and everybody's laughing at them because. They got wet, even though uh-huh. they're in the they're in the show. Uh, whatever. And, and then they, that's the last we see of them. <laughs> they're so embarrassed they never seen or heard they from leave again. School forever. They've cringed so hard they left the picture. What they they were covered in water in the shower. Anywho, what, that's what some an wacky. Yeah, uh, Argo City's dying. Anyway, oh yeah, we uh days everybody <laughs> days. Oh, by the way, that cocktease Jimmy Olsen's coming to Illinois. You know why? He's dating Lucy Lane. It's the ultimate power move. You find your co-worker's <laughs> sister, and you fuck her. You find, you find her little sister, and you creep on her so hard. Listen, okay, I this is something that I don't understand, because in the comics, Jimmy Olsen did date Lucy Lane. Lucy Lane in the comics was an airline stewardess when they were dating. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a bit more appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, twenty-seven-year-old man <laughs> <laughs> dating Lucy Lane. Probably, I don't know what kind of school this charitably is. Charitably seventeen. Char. I was gonna say charitably eighteen. Yeah, I'm still but... just like. That's fucking weird, dude. Like, especially yeah. since Metropolis is clearly New York City, so he's yeah. driving across a whole time zone to date a minor. That's so fucked up. And I know <laughs> it's that cocktease Jimmy Olsen. It's kind of his thing. But there are bounds, sir. There are rules. And also the fact, like, 
I don't know. That raises a whole bunch of red flags. It's like a communist party. He's going to yeah. go date a minor <laughs> who's across several state lines, Multiple who's his co-worker's sister. Yeah. So, oh, it's so fucking weird. And, it, like, why, do, why make her a student? Like, why can't she just be, like, living in Midvale and she has a job and, like, Linda becomes a roommate? Because she's like, I'm Clark's cousin. I need a place to crash. It'd be coincidental, but it'd be more appropriate than her being a fucking student. Why can't it have just it been a college? Yeah, I mean that because Jimmy Olsen's supposed to be like, I guess normally like what twenty four. So if she well, was in like, college, that wouldn't be too bad, would it? G- well, no, because I was like Jimmy Olsen. Like, when does the passage of time? Because he would have been a young whippersnapper in nineteen seventy eight. We're well, six Mark, years past that. Mark McClure. When he's portraying, in this, Mark McClure is 27. Uh, fun fact, the lady who plays Lucy is actually 31. She doesn't look it. No, not at all. But that's just a funny like, yeah, trivia she... thing about it. But, yeah, so I would give I would give uh, Jimmy Olsen 27 in this. Yeah. Because um... that seems about fair. But also, just it's just weird. It's weird. I, oh, it, it's weird. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah. just the thought, like the entire, like, I know you want to get somebody from your other movie in and Jimmy Olsen. Well, and I, and I also, yeah, it's a connection from the comic books. And again, I wouldn't mind it if she was just not a, like, if she would like, if she was an airline stewardess, <laughs> like, honestly, why can't we just do that? Yeah. Cause then she could stop over in Metropolis and they go yeah. on date, you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That's why they had like an on and again, off again relationship. Well, and it makes other things really fucking weird. Like, we're getting to this, but Selena has decided that she needs to give a love potion to this random fucking gardener. This is all vital to world domination. Yeah, Bianca sees him first, and then she's like, oh, now he would be mine. And then everything hinges on this fucking dude for a little while, and I don't know why. This poor dude, Ethan. Fucking goober. Yeah, Ethan. We don't get his name until way later. But yes, Selena makes love potions one through eight, and it doesn't work out. And then she goes for nine, where she has to take a walnut (laughs) and and a spider. Yeah, and put the spider in the walnut, and then you put the lime in the coconut, (laughs) and you drink it all up. And then Ethan the gardener falls in love with you while you spike his goddamn beer. I don't—this takes forever, and I don't know why it's happening. It takes forever, and also, it's a love potion for a day. Or until this nut breaks. Until he busts the nut. <laughs> until Selena busts her nut. For a day, I guess. But it does. This potion is so fucking wishy washy on its rules because she's also like, when you open your eyes, the first person you see, you're going to fall in love with. Not the first person who <laughs> strikes you with a vehicle multiple times in the fucking street. Not the first person you drunkenly wander past and. <laughs> No. Oh, uh, oh, so yeah, she she calls up the gardener and just like uh, he's just all very he's very confused. Like, so uh, do you guys got any plants or anything? Because that's kind of my uh, that's kind of my mo. And I'm uh, <laughs> looking for a lawn, and I'm here to garden it. Yeah, job. I'm discount Tony like, Danza, yeah. and I'm here to work on your lawn. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Uh, I don't know what she says, but she's she's trying to mack on him and get him to drink a beer. Um, yeah, it, like uh, I hear you're the boss. They're like, no, that's the other guy. Oh, I'll, don't mind if I do. I love drinking on the job of malt liquor. <laughs> it's yeah. malt liquor. 
and <laughs> she's oh yeah she's like uh deserve like do you got anybody in your life and he's all single and he's proud and uh like oh man he gets dozed and then yeah well then nizel shows up in a stupid suit yeah what does With... he wear he's like in like i don't like it almost looks like the suit you wear for, to survive a bear attack it well, it's uh, no, it's, it's a like suit. leather fucking gimp gear and yeah. Well, it's like a jacket. It's like a like it's like cut off sleeves. It's all in leather, um, like big puffy shoulders, and it's covered in zippers. And I was just like thinking, like Nigel just being like, "Do you like it? It's from my Michael Jackson <laughs> Thriller collection." <laughs> Who's bad? I am. <laughs> I'm a uh, warlock. God, these people are so fucking dumb. And he's it yeah his any sense. his rationale oh, also, is that he has a three day weekend so he's gonna party <laughs> he's gonna party he's gonna put on this suit he's gonna fucking just rock out and uh, by the way Ethan says Selena's name Selena yeah and uh, he only says her name once but it's very strange and he wakes up and then he wanders through the funhouse and uh, he he starts wandering out from the he street has a real bad Nigel trip. gets. Nigel gets cursed and he gets his face yeah, all covered fucked up. in boils. He gets the plague and he runs off for a little while. Argo City is dying, by the way. Uh, yeah, by the way, everything, days. everything, uh, days, days, literal days. days. Uh, Selena makes a magic Fucking mirror, like she's the wick- Yeah, like she's an evil stepmother or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Ethan wanders out of the carnival because Nigel's there. And then he just fucking waters in the street, and somebody's like, "Get off the road, Terry!" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like drunkenly. It looks like he's drunkenly stumbling yeah. and very hot. Well, he and just like, like he looks like he got dosed. I mean, honestly, yeah. and he's oh, just wandering around, and, and nobody is helping him. Everybody's yeah. just driving past him, calling him an asshole. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, look at this roofied cracker. <laughs> First person he sees my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway. Jimmy's here. Oh, the, the, and the lead box is keeps getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, she's starting to get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jimmy's here. He's dating high school girls like a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And hanging out with their friends like it's totally cool. I'm sure she's he's gonna be her date to the fucking prom. Mm. Ew, God. Taking her to a Popeye's chicken, the height of class. <laughs> the height. Of, that's what it was funny because, like, Linda was like, "Oh, I gotta wander around Midvale to do whatever," and Lucy was like, "Well, if you want to hang out, come to the Popeyes." And I was at first, I was like, "I wonder if she means Popeyes chicken or if it is like, no, it's a Popeyes. No, it's a Popeyes chicken." I was like, but, that just made me chuckle. Uh, yeah, this is the only the only other reference to Popeyes that I can ever think of in in media is uh, Popeyes chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Linda was like, "Oh, I gotta, I can't go and do anything. I gotta go, you know, hang out, study." And then she like tries putting a bra on the outside. Yeah, I thought that was just that was funny actually. Just the human. Who? How? Uh, what do you do with one of these? Oh, you know, I can't really go do that. I got to eat bread or whatever it is you humans do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Breathe oxygen and stand around. 
Oh, loiter. Anyways. I'm a big loiterer. Loiterer yeah. Lee is what they called me before and my parents really died. fucking is. Yeah, before my parents suddenly died. I still have a cousin, though. Uh, so. Anyway, the P- uh, Ethan's just wandering around downtown Midvale nearly getting fucking got yeah. yeah nearly getting got and then the people are just like what a dingleberry oh, probably hopped at... up on drugs he's probably got a knife or a gun let's go eat in popeyes <laughs> nice anyway <one>, jimmy <laughs> yeah jimmy's like yeah he's he's probably has a knife or a gun anyway do you guys want some cajun sparkle that's my nickname <laughs> in high school <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll butter your biscuits jesus christ this is like the cock tease Jimmy Olsen has never been creepier than he is. <laughs> They'll never get any more creepy as he's channeling his inner Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and, and Confused. Will, and it will never be brought up again. Nope. Nope, not at all. Um, so yeah, the uh, bad guys hijack some construction equipment. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, they don't really hi- like. She's, uh... Well, they use magic Celine's, on it. Yeah, Celine's like, bring him to me, and then that fucking, what's it called? The... Uh, backhoe? It looks like a backhoe. Yeah, yeah. It's so a big that, scooper. That, yeah, that big scoop and backhoe comes and scoops up Ethan, and then just causes, uh... A chaos, ruckus? Question mark. It's more. Yeah, it's more of a ruckus. It's not chaos. <laughs> we're not in. We're not in chaos. More people are confused as <laughs> yeah. they rip open a like con- a saloon. It's a con- it's a, yeah, a saloon, and the confused ruckus ensues, and uh, the dudes are just staring as this is all going down. Lucy, to her credit, actually tries to do something. Well, she does, until it goes driving past the gas station, and, and then, then she shakes like, around in the cab and passes out. I know. It just, she gets bonked <laughs> on the head, and she's out for the remainder of this little misadventure, causing Linda Lee... To, what does she do? She runs into a women's bathroom and she's like, yeah. ah, I'm having a day. And the waitress is like, oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I work at a Popeye's. She's not wrong. Yeah. 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 Supergirl changing in the Popeye's women's bathroom is not the weirdest thing that's happened in the Popeye's women's bathroom that day. Nope. That day. And then we get our first instance of Supergirl saving the day. Mm hmm. And she saves the day by heat visioning everything. Yeah, just heat vision the fuck out of <laughs> like, oh man, that electrical stuff's gonna hit the gas station and cause heat it to blow up. It. Heat vision. <laughs> it's like that. Th- those people need to s- like. She just heat visions fucking a lot of shit. Like really she's quickly. fucking Cyclops, just heat ray. Yep. Heat ray <laughs> just, saves everything. Yeah, that's cheaper effect. Um. Yeah, and at some point the bad guys are watching this all, and they yeah, call and her like, "Is that a, a storm, storm dragon? dragon?" Like, what the what? fuck are you talking about? I'm glad you caught that too, because I was <laughs> like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" The Bianca. S doesn't stand. What says storm? You live in a Superman is confirmed to be out there, so and you know he's like that's not how people aren't first like Supergirl or Superwoman. No, actually, um, yeah, uh, Celine is the only person that ever calls Supergirl by name. Yeah, calls her Supergirl. And she uh, doesn't adopt the, she doesn't get a moment where she's like, talks to the press or nothing, or nope. gets the mon. Nope. Selena just calls her Supergirl. Yep, and so, uh, she rips off the, the part of the construction equipment and heat visions the tires so that it just lightly crashes into a Motel 6 or whatever. 
what it, and it what I love about that is this is we take time so she grabs the the thing that's holding Ethan right that fucking thing is still crashing into the side of that building yeah. where Lucy's still in it and she's taking her sweet ass time like opening the thing. Well, I get Ethan that room to all to myself if she dies. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a roommate. Cramps my style. Oh god! And then so she opens uh, up the thing and changes into Linda. Yeah, transforms and, into Linda, and Ethan looks at her. And quote, because unquote. she is the hundredth person that he's looked at after becoming <laughs> a spell, because she is the protagonist of this film, he falls in love with her. And it's fucking creepy, and I hate it. It makes it, me uncomfortable. Yeah, because he immediately is, like, spouting poetry and rhymes. Like, I'm going to, like, lo- love is Lauren on yonder face. I want to look and to embrace, please. And she's just like, you're a weirdo. I'm going to fucking fly away, and you, well, you just well, wander she, around. He kisses her. Yeah, and she's like, I, human, what are you doing? Please, please stop. Please. It's the most creepy robotic thing you will see all day. And this is supposed to, this is our love interest. This is played entirely not weird. This man got dosed up and forced to fall in love with somebody, and the first person he falls in love with is somebody posing as a student. I don't like it. Yeah, how old Why is Supergirl supposed have... to be? Um... I want to say, like, usually, I don't know, it's a teenager, probably. She'd be about right for a student, I think. That's probably why they made her a student in this. Because, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Uh, This isn't cool. And I know that he got dosed up and shit, but why, why, why does this have to happen? Why do we have to continue it? (laughs) Why does this keep going? Why? Please, please make it stop. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the bad guys are like, we got to do shadow magic. Mm-hmm. And they oh, do. and uh, continuing Ethan's bonks as he's getting up out of the big claw thing, he totally smashes the back of his head against the one of the clamps of the claw. Yep. But yes, shadow magic. And summons a invisible monster, which takes out the wall to the bad guy's place. It's never brought up again, but. This oh, is the more incompetent. The, monster. the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just more incompetence from the bad guys, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kara, by the way, uh, comes back home and kisses a mirror because she's like, I was kissed by the hunky gardener <laughs> with brain damage. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to practice days, Kara. <laughs> Days, your, your parents, dying. your friends, everybody. Minutes now, probably. <laughs> They're, They're probably dead. already gone. <laughs> They're all dead. Um, Fuck and, Argo City. I'm on Earth now. This is way more important. Um, the Invisible Monster shows up, though, and I do like the Invisible Monster destroying things. Like the yeah, like the and... effect of it like stomping through it. That was really cool. Um, Though, uh, I, the cynical part of me just says that it's an Invisible Monster because that's cheaper. Yes, absolutely. Because I, I kind of, at this point, I'm aware of how the Salkins roll. And, you're uh, damn right, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, 
this is their kind of uh, of money-saving bollocks. Um, So Supergirl fights an invisible creature. Mm Mm-hmm. And then just takes a lamppost up into the sky and... Yep, turns into Thor girl for a second. Yep, Lady Thor, and drops down, and then after the uh, pole is sufficiently lightened up from being in the sky, mm-hmm. uh, she just holds it up to the monster, who is immediately electrocuted. Yep, lightning will destroy an invisible shadow demon, apparently. Real lightning. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yep, and... This is the point by now that the uh, Omega Yo-Yo has grown boobs. Yep. The uh, and and Celine's totally cool with it. Yeah. This is just a big lead statue that keeps getting more horrific, and just all of a sudden is just grown a gigantic pair of knockers. Yep. <laughs> just a lot of things in this movie. It just sort of happens. Happened. Just happened. Fuck it. Is why it- not? Is it allegorical? No. Is it weird? You're goddamn right it is. Well, it's certainly going to be memorable. Uh, Mm. So Kara is able to follow the Omega Hedron signal to the abandoned amusement park. Yeah, but she is stalked by a person in the shadows. Is it another shadow demon? No. It's that asshole Ethan with fucking roses and chocolates. Spouting uh, more poetry. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, my everybody I know is dying. Can we, can we, like, oh, days, Kara, days? Some, here's some roses and some chocolates." And she gets wooed and like, "Come on, yeah. sit on this ride." And I'm like, "Don't sit on the fucking ride, you weirdo!" <laughs> like, why are you? Do- You're too nice, Kara. You're far too nice. Like, and also, is it a day? So, as. Uh, yeah, and then he's like, "You should." He's like, "You'd marry me," and like, "I don't even. You don't know anything about each other." And uh, play totally straight. This guy's the love interest. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, what happens now? She oh, like, Selena, oh, Selena ro- starts the starts the ride and makes it spin real fast, and mm, she uh, declares herself as uh, what I wrote down as. The ultimate siren of Endor? Yeah, the siren of Endor. The Ewok queen. Selena. <laughs> right? Oh, that's the forest moon of Endor. Endor's the planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that, that might be a reference to something mythological. I'm not sure. But it was very out of... Very weird. And then she does a fade chain that Supergirl doesn't know how to counter. Yeah, she you just can't holds stop. out her. They can't stop the fade chain. <laughs> She's staring intently at you. Spirit fingers and after effects. <laughs> like, what the hell is and, going and Sup- on? Supergirl is legitimately confused. As we all are. And uh, she just throws some iron rods and, and well, she all she just flies over Selena and then throws <laughs> the iron rods, and that <laughs> stops Selena. Meanwhile, yeah, but... Ethan's getting the bumper car thing, almost dying. Oh yeah, because well, he got into the bumper cars, and then he's about to get hit. His car's about to be hit by the other bumper cars, which is dangerous because that's how bumper cars work. Yeah, it would. Th- they were doing exactly what they were supposed to do. Like, I like the look of the bumper cars. They're different NFL teams. That's pretty neat. Gotta give them credit. 
not necessary for this movie, though. And then you know what Supergirl does? She just grabs that whole fucking bumper car and flies off into the goddamn up there. Yep, for all night. Yeah. She flies him from Chicago to Grenada. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Uh, yeah, because it's, like, clearly, like, the middle of the morning when she lands. Yeah. And then she's, Ethan. like, in a tropical environment. They're on a beach somewhere. Why did you take him so far? Also, she does this really creepy thing where she's flying him in the bumper car and she rubs her face against his shoulder while he's clearly brain damaged and unconscious. Yeah, go because he hit his head on the top of the what have you. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my god! And, and then, uh, and then Ethan's like, the, huh? "Like, where's Linda? I need to save Linda. Linda, the love of my life, Linda." And then Kara's like, "Don't worry about this." Becomes a whole thing. This whole, this, a whole argument for like two minutes. Linda doesn't need your fucking help, Ethan. And Ethan's like, "Well, I don't think you know about that." Yada yada. It's like a whole back and forth, back and, and forth. I hate it. I hate I, this I is... was just like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. I hate Days, Kara. Days. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking just <sighs> like stay on target. And then in one of the things that made me burst out laughing, Ethan gets conked on the head by a goddamn coconut. <laughs> yup. Just <laughs> Selena spawns a coconut. <laughs> Truly the work of the devil. <laughs> It's awesome. It's so fucking funny. It really and, made me laugh. And she's like, Supergirl's like, well, I gotta nurse him back to health with whatever's in this coconut. And she's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she doesn't know what a fucking thankfully, coconut is. Thankfully, it cracked open when it cocked him on the head, so easy peasy. And then she shoves her fingers into his fucking mouth. Yeah, because she like, like rubs the coconut water. And she's like, here, here, have some of this. <laughs> this is good for you. And then... Here, have some coconut fingers. Uh, he's dead. Like, that coconut fell so <laughs> hard, it broke in half. It cracked the whole back of his skull. His brains it? are leaking out of the crevice that was once the back of his head. Like a coconut. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nigel returns, by the way, because um, there's just a lot of shit that I can't cover. Um you know, but, uh, listen, this movie feels like two hours and four minutes, and not a lot of happens, but so much of it doesn't happen, it's actually confusing. Yeah, um, so uh, Bianca was just like, hey, we should call Nigel, he knows how to do all this magic stuff, and he shows up, and then he breaks the nut, and mm-hmm. so Ethan's no longer in love, and this is portrayed as some sort of bad thing, and I'm like, yeah. I don't understand, why is this so stupid? But, and he still loves Linda, quote-unquote. No, yeah, I love her. I really do love that high school girl. Yeah, who I only knew <laughs> once. Or not even knew, who I briefly encountered. Like, that doesn't even count as an acquaintance. That seemed really kind of uncomfortable by my presence. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then... Chocolates will win her over. Then Supergirl and, and he, they kiss. Cause Supergirl's mm-hmm. like, I want to kiss him. And he figures yeah. it out. He's like, that's Linda. Both of them kiss uncomfortably. <laughs> Both of them don't like kissing. And, uh, yeah, Nigel shows up with the Burundi mod wand. I don't know. 
He's like, this is the sauce of pure evil. And I'm like, where'd you get that? What does that do? Aren't you a math teacher? <laughs> He's a warlock first, math teacher second. Math teacher pays the bills. Warlock is his passion. <laughs> math teacher pays the bills. That's, that's the funnest warlock habit. That's what it is, man. That's the best I can describe for his poor old Nigel. His freewheeling warlock lifestyle. <laughs> you gotta go to the parties and the clubs. You gotta get the outfits. You gotta go have picnics on li- on tiger skins with champagne. Because <laughs> of... the first I thought he was like some debutante billionaire fucking weirdo. Nope, he's just your local <laughs> math teacher. No, he's just... He's not even a debutante weirdo. He's just a weirdo. <laughs> He's uh, just your regular old war- warlock weirdo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he has a wand of ultimate evil. It just shows up. She has it now. Don't she worry. She just has it. Yeah. And through through the wand and with the use of the uh, Omega Yo-Yo, she can just do even more stuff like create a fire mountain in the middle of Midvale. Well, no, she, at first she captures Ethan and ties him oh, up yeah. to the bed. And I don't know why she did that or why Ethan's so fucking important. Because he's, he's, did she, Bianca laid her eyes on her, on him. And then, and then Nigel gets the wand taken from him and Selena turns on him and I'm like, no shit. Yeah, and fucking then she moron. turns it, and then he makes it look just like disheveled and covered in baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he's supposed to look older, but uh, like, no, yeah. it looks like he's covered in baby powder. You look, I it got looks made like you look old. It looks like you look like a homeless person that got rolled in baby powder. <laughs> like that's what it looks like. And he's he just has to look like oh yeah, I oh, guess you would betray God. me. He, well, was... he's not even like he doesn't even act mopey. He still acts like ah fuck you, Selena. You're getting it all wrong. It's just like. What is the purpose of this character except to mansplain magic to our <laughs> to our fucking to barely uh, yeah to barely mansplain magic too like uh and then all of a sudden or where where are we Death at? Mountain appears in the middle of the fucking midvale yeah. and yeah. Uh, right Supergirl just, flies up to it in the Death Fortress with Satan statues on it like yeah. statues which to are pretty. It. Yeah, which are pretty wicked, to be fair. But why? And then, fucking, all of a sudden, fucking Supergirl gets fucking Fortress or Phantom Zonified. She's yeah. in an album cover. Yep, she gets hit in a glass cage of emotions. Yeah. And Selena kisses Ethan because she has the magic power to turn this acquaintance into her love interest now. Ha ha. Ha ha. And Supergirl's like really fucking distraught about this. And I'm like. God, poor Ethan. He poor everybody. Poor us. Poor, poor us. And she you know gets... what? Poor Supergirl for the adaptation that she didn't deserve. And she gets flown out into the Phantom Zone where she doesn't have any powers or anything. And uh... mm-hmm. I will say, like, once we actually get into the Phantom Zone, because we actually get to see kind of behind the mirror, as it were, uh... I actually kind of like the look of the Phantom Zone that yeah. she traverses. Yeah, she gets stuck in the Phantom Zone, and she tries to do it all of her powers, like like crushing a rock like earlier, and her hand bleeds, and then she just wanders around, and then falls into some tar of infinite sadness. 
Like the guy that like, kills horses. Yeah, I, I wrote it down as the Bog of Infinite Stench. Yeah. Oh, the Bog of Eternal Stench. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, meanwhile, in Midvale, fucking, there's a protest to uh, Selena's authority. She's gotten a police force all of a sudden, and y- yada, yada, yada. And there's people protesting, like Jimmy and Lucy and all her friends, and they're like, uh, fuck you. And then she's like, you know, you know, what, what did they say? That they know Supergirl or Linda? Or yeah, she they... figures out that Linda is Supergirl from them. Yes she does and so she kidnaps them because linda is in the phantom zone yeah because linda's in the phantom zone and they they seize them and then you know jimmy olsen's like no one fucks around with that cock tease jimmy olsen and that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah, so uh, things have gone to shit in some <laughs> very Illinois. quickly. It's been like twenty minutes, and things have gone very, very amiss. Meanwhile, in the Phantom Zone, Zoltar pulls fucking uh, Kara Super- out of the bog of yep. eternal stench. <clears throat> yep, and into into his home, and then he offers her a squirt, several squirt? squirts, squirt, squirts all around. <laughs> Zoltar, squirt, squirt? And then, Zoltar, and then squirt. squirt, and then he squirts in her mouth. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's what happens yeah mm. and then he's like it tastes awful but i like the taste after a while oh you'll grow to love the taste of my squirt squirt oh <laughs> god and then uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my kid i will i will say i do like the uh, helen slater has a really good acting moment here where she talks about like not giving up hope and saltar you fucking quitter and I like that. She actually shows some good, uh, yeah, good acting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really trying for this really mm-hmm. terrible fucking movie. She really is. I gotta give her credit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Peter O'Toole, he's, yeah, he doesn't need anything at his legacy. He was in Lawrence of fucking Arabia. He doesn't need That's this. That's right. He doesn't need this. He's just here for the squirt. And eventually, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> are we all? And, and so, uh, Kara convinces Zoltar that they gotta go to the rift of the Phantom Zone to try and uh, you know get out. You just and climb right out of the Phantom Zone. That's how it works. Yeah, that's all. That's fucking Zod, Ursa, and Nod should remember remember that when they never return from the fortress of solitude and so they're in the they're in the big phantom toilet and they're trying to climb out and then eventually uh he's yeah, pushing to, her huh? they get to the maelstrom yeah and he's like yeah. up there and then for no real reason in particular Slita is watching her on the magic mirror mm-hmm. well i think the omega hadron like shows her things that she needs to know that's what it seems like, because it always like there's whenever stuff she needs to know to advance the plot occurs, it shows up on her magic mirror. Right, and then she summons fireballs. Yeah, and then Zoltar gets hit. He drinks too much fireball and he falls into the the <laughs> Phantom Zone toilet. He's swooshed Squirt! away. Squirt! <laughs> <laughs> stands for squirt. Zoltar dies in the big fucking pit. Yeah, oh, he's man, flushed he, into the crapper of the Phantom Zone. He was just like a side character to me. And, <laughs> he was uh, just like a nobody played by a famous actor. Anyway, Supergirl makes it out and Selena summons a ranker. 
basically. Yeah, and it, like, captures her and, like, distorts the frame. Yeah, it, it, like, pulls her around. You hear bone snap, and she's like, I can't take it anymore. And fucking then she hears Zoltar say, Use the the squirt. (laughs) Squirt like you've never squirted before. And the monster's really uncomfortable and lets her go, Just and then it dies of shame. <laughs> and uh, then Selena gets eaten by the... Well, Supergirl flies around Selena like she's Superman turning back time in Superman 78. She, like, gets... Well, The effect looks like she gets super small and then, like, flies around really fast to create a tornado that... What? It does oh, something we're, that eventually puts we're her missing, here, right? Well, we're missing some stuff. Because, yeah, at some point, too, she, like... Because um, she saves the friends because there's a spike pit. Mm-hmm. And then Supergirl uses the breath and breaks the spikes. And then Selena makes, like, the floor turn into lava. And Supergirl's, yeah. like, crawling around. And I was like, can't you fucking fly? fly? That's right, yeah. That was weird. And then, yes. And then she fucking swirls around and makes a tornado which catches her and Bianca who is just really trying to just be there mm-hmm. uh, not really trying to do much and it captures them both into a mirror which I presume is the Phantom Zone but who fucking knows? Who knows? And Nigel gets turned back into not <laughs> gets clean from the baby powder and Jimmy uh-huh. gets a smooch from his high school girlfriend and that's supposed <laughs> to be <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> Yep, it's like if there's grass on the field, play ball. Everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that does all the magic, and and then uh, and then the the guy is just like, "Oh, Supergirl was Linda," and he just walks away because yeah. he'd been the lackey the whole time in like different Tony Montana suits. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Remember that? Yeah, it's very strange. She did like to to be fair. Selena did have some pretty cool outfits there by the end. Yeah, and uh, uh, and then uh, uh, Supergirl grabs the Omega Yo Yo and flies back into Lake Michigan, and then flies into Argo City where the lights turn on, and she discovers the corpses of everyone she ever knew her entire life. Credits. And then the end credits are really neat. Yep. They're like, uh, I think they used like glass slides with like the mm-hmm. the text on them, and they just moved those forward in front of it the is green really screen. Cool. It's a neat effect. Yeah, that's. Yep, I like watched the whole thing because I was entranced by that, and I wanted to know who was responsible for this because this movie fucking sucked. Yeah, I hate this. This is not great. Not great at all. Um, it's bad. Um, bad. It's bad. It, it's full of a whole bunch of things that make me uncomfortable. It has a whole bunch of plot stuff that just sort of happen. Uh, I think we've talked about the and thening mm-hmm. effect. It's a very but this and is almost movie. worse than and thening. It's like uh, and 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 something else. It's not even like and then. It's like and something else because it's not even like it's too flimsy to even be a plot. Yeah, it is. Like I don't. None of this, none of this works, and no. uh, I don't like it. There are some bright spots. It's not completely mm-hmm. irredeemable, but unlike Superman three, where I felt like you could fix it somehow, yeah. I don't really know how you fix this without a drastic overhaul of the entire script. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if you had things like, you know, Kara just kind of ends up in Midvale and, like, Lucy's not, like, a student, but she's, like, I don't know, working some, maybe, I don't know, just, like, an adult, and then she becomes a roommate because she, you know, through knowing people, so on and so forth. They both get jobs at, like, fucking retail or something. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't, like, there's ways... Because, again, like, as I said earlier, like, there's a whole great mythology for Supergirl that you can make a great cinematic experience out of. This she just dates a horse! She dates a horse. Comet the super horse. The horse turns into a guy, but, like, yeah, he's primarily a horse. Well, I also wrote that down because there's a point where she's flying past a bunch of horses, and I'm like, oh, I bet she's looking for a date. Hey! <laughs> and then you got, like, not just Supergirl, but Power Girl. Like, mm-hmm. it's a whole fucked up thing. Yeah, she has a... It gets pretty pretty confusing with the, the history and legacy of Supergirl. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's... I, I, I mean, it is really, really great character, though, honestly. And then, if you want... If you do are interested in Supergirl and want, like, to see something that is a good, pretty solid representation of the character, the the CW show did a good job for quite a while i feel yeah the, i've seen a few episodes of it and i felt like it did a lot of things it handled them very mature like mm-hmm. uh yeah it's a very kind of progressive take on the character i felt like it did it very well yeah and good, melissa benoit was uh just awesome as kara she was just great calista flockhart's great in that as well yep that's a it's pretty like honestly it's a pretty solid show yeah um, it's best place you can see a lot of Superman villains in live action because they yeah. pull from that well a lot. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, like John Cryer as Lex Luthor in that is fucking awesome. Like, really steals it. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, get to <laughs> well, we'll get to there eventually, but yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. this is not good. Don't watch this, it. No, this is, uh, I. you know... I don't know if we're throwing this into the rankings, but it's right now dead last. Yeah, it's uh, at, it's below Superman three, which is crazy. Like um, Superman three is not good, but Superman you can 3 still was watch it. Tolerable. Yeah, like say what you will about Bubba, but at least Bubba actually had motivations that, even though they were mustache twirly, made sense. I could totally buy where he was coming from. He just wanted more money. Yeah, he's just greedy. He's just a really cheap Lex Luthor. Yeah, I mean, it was it was dumb. It was bad. But this is... Yeah. And, and things just sort of also didn't follow. Like, there's a lot of DNA but, that are shared between these movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Between Superman 3 and Supergirl. Um, but yeah, this is... It's a hot mess. They never made it anymore. Yeah. This is the last... Like I said, the last Salkind uh, mm-hmm. Superman Yeah, they movie. sold the rights to the canon group who created Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into the sordid history of canon films and the low-budget yep. schlock that they produced. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next time it's Superman 4, which is the next main episode, which unfortunately caps off the Christopher Reeve yep, classic Superman era. We'll formally end Super March as the month, but we'll have two, well, three more episodes following, uh... Superman 4, we are going to watch Steel, 
the yeah. 1997 Shaquille O'Neal piece. Yes, it counts. He is part of the Superman family. I do not care what you say. And we, we will be watching what? Oh, yeah. we. When the fuck else are we going to talk about <clears throat> Steel? Well, yeah. And, I mean, you know, he's, like I said, he's part of the family. So, it, I say it counts. Um, and then that Thursday, right after the Steel episode, we will be watching, as, an, as a final special episode for Super March, we will be watching... The Death of Superman 2018 animated adaptation. Very, very excited. Very excited for that. And then... Superman uh, Returns will be the last last episode to cap it off. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I've uh, got some other things planned for after that. Do you want to announce it? Do we, we it's up to you. I, you know what? Yeah, I think right after... I think we can go right into it. We're going to do Rocky. 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 Yeah. You get to see the penguin train Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Rocky, uh, well, at least the first six, potentially mm-hmm. Creed. It depends on how we're feeling. Yeah, about... it depends if we're not if we're burned out by boxing by then. But, uh, yeah, and probably something in the middle there between three and uh, three and four. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Rocky uh, is the next one. If you want to get a jump on the, uh, mm-hmm. on the, on the what have yous. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm Devin. I am Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you. Yep. Peace. Squared!